0: You're listening to the Google Ads podcast brought to you by Solutions A, the Google Ads Agency.
1: Then we get into once shopping has enough data and I have enough data, I pretty much have all the data I need to launch a search campaign. I have all the keywords I want to target. I have all the keywords I want to include in my descriptions in like my product descriptions and i have all the keywords that i want to do keyword insertions for i did keyword insertions like last week and half of the and everyone that i did keyword insertion for went from portworks and like for this product here all these keywords are majorly based off of what was converting in shop or was converting in this campaign, like these. And then we have keyword insertions for basically terminologies that was consistent, like fat burners for I don't know women, fat burners for men, fat burners for weight loss was like it was popping up a lot, or weight loss was just more like weight loss was a consistent term across the board that was coming up a lot in converting paths, or converting search terms. So I added that right. And then these, well, I rewrote all these as well to account for that. I just haven't gotten it approved yet, but all these have been rewritten to account for those converting keywords of which people like. So we show up, get better score. So these went from like a good, poor to an excellent. So that's pretty cool here. So how do I set this up? The setup, guys, I like simple structures, simple structures and leaving them alone. The setup for here. It's literally their products. They have bundles and then they have singular products. They he didn't want to run bundles on this. So we have single product ad groups, sending them to the product pages set at a TCPA with maximize, well, yeah, max convergence, TCPA. And it's been left alone forever. I think the recent changes where we talked about last week was where we added like 2000 keywords. So now it's in the learning phase again. How many do we have now? I don't know. Yeah, like we have 4,000. This was like maybe 200 first. So we added like a lot of keywords recently, and we're using TCPA as like a control over here to mitigate it. So it doesn't go crazy. But if we go into the early days of this campaign, whenever that is, I honestly don't remember. There. you can see that it starts it gets better it's always going to hit a wall you guys got to remember it's always going to hit a wall in the upwards trend over the span of how long how long how long it started in whatever december and till it took a whole month for it to hit its peak and then it stayed pretty consistent almost right and i didn't touch this campaign during this time Niraj is here Niraj, how much did we touch this campaign after it was launched we didn't touch this campaign at all during this time the last change we made was literally two weeks ago basically the last like last week of uh, may and first week of june when we were making all these changes so i've left that alone completely and untouched on a tcpa that i see in worthy of it but that's that any questions on this you in even 30... don't change TCPA goals no nothing everyone so left over complicated I, I got it so once you're starting like this campaign after getting search from the standard shopping so what, mm-hmm. what window you are going to have with TCP? It's going to be a broader mm-hmm. or just around your account level goal? Around my account level goals. I at least set it and forget it, right? And then I just wait. Because it hits a wall with in terms of what I can spend and do it, right? Like it did here. What you're seeing is basically this over here is where we're staying steady. Everyone sees that, right? Give or take. Yeah. But that's just the ratio of spend cost and what I can do with it. But whatever that wall is, Google will find it. For you right but here's what's interesting about tcp and broad match this is actually kind of cool keywords search term, search keywords okay what do you see converting pretty much as one of the best ones supplements it's a single word and it's converting at a better rate than think supplement fat burner i didn't even specify the tag for fat burner, right weight loss supplements weight loss supplements it's not very Specific fat burn or fat loss, libido booster, diet supplements like none of these are specific to the product or anything. It's just very, very broad terms and a TCPA on it. Are people landing on the product page? Yeah, because you got to remember these are broad. There's some keywords, whatever this is, there's keywords before and after. So someone that might search for a weight loss supplement might end up on, I don't know where they're going. I don't care where they're going. It's converting. I'm getting a new customer. Everyone follow. Yes but do this with caution sometimes you want to be it's sometimes it's better to be more specific and phrase match but that's client to client and the amount of data you have in the account so use your judgment would you increase the tcpa now to increase the spend in this campaign so the problem is i did increase we're at the tcpa of of cold traffic that he's comfortable with at these thresholds if he had more legroom then yes i would have it's just based off your client's goal. Right now, these TC isn't actually $60. Realistically, what we're seeing for a new customer, what it's saying here is 94 bucks, but it's actually around 200 according to backend data. Because the problem with search, what I've noticed is that it's part of multiple touch points. People like clicking on search ads more than they click clicking on shopping ads. I'm one of those people. I always click like the first five links that are my things, but I never click the shopping link. Like I'll click the shopping link later when I'm like all pretty much ready to buy. Anybody else do that? And then that becomes part of multiple touch points instead of a final conversion I know Colby's guilty of it too, Colby. You told can me, can you say that again? Search is more of a support kind of network. In my opinion, it works well with cold too, but it's, I've seen it been, I've seen it be part of customer paths in the sense that it's longer customer paths than an actual one click purchase kind of situation where people like to click on it multiple times. Like I'm one of those people that'll click the search ads all the time. And once i'm familiar with the brand and let's just say i'm looking searching weight loss supplements right and then i see their shopping ad right i'll click their shopping ad after oh i saw this brand does that make sense yeah i see who else does that how many of you actually click the shopping ads over the search ads nobody runs that in no. nicaragua so Vivek is like not me i just go for the shopping ads <laughs> just straight uh, It's fine but uh, yeah i do that too so it depends on I'm... product also sometimes yeah sometimes when i'm searching for a grocery thing then i click on shopping at and send by item fair enough so that was search what else that's basically hierarchy first i start with shopping then i go into search and then i go into youtube okay oh, pretty good it's getting better But it's dead now youtube i personally like the same setup per product in a single one, but because of the nature of the client, this one has to be set up per, per uh, individuals. That's my shopping campaign, too, because it's just he spends money on certain products on some certain scenarios or situations, so it, we need more control of it. But I personally like these set up where it's like, look at this, it went up, 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 and then it went down because I turned on optimized targeting. Don't turn do on optimized targeting as a bad test, I'm still testing it, but so far, everyone that's tried it, it's having bad results, but I'm going to test it for a little longer and see what happens for a week. But this is also an optimized targeting and it's just dead, but that's the moral of the story is just set it and forget it. Like this one. Oh, how do I get my audiences for these? Okay. Who wants to guess how I get my audience for these that I know will work? It's good. Just go ahead. Is that what you said, Dean? Yes. It's a lot easier. So remember how it's like hierarchy. We started shopping to get us keyword data, right? Using that keyword data, we created search campaigns. So we know what campaigns work. It's the same thought process, use data that we know works. So we had shopping campaigns that also had a brand campaign, correct? Right. Those brand would it be believable. If I said those brand, the people buying those brands are my customer base. There would be in specific audiences in terms of consistency. And here's where I get my audiences for my audiences that I want to target, go to the brand, go to the insights, go to the audiences. I don't even have to think go hunting for audiences. I know exactly which audiences to target. There's no thought process involved. Do you think it makes sense to add all audiences as observations on your search campaigns? This is which ones you, you don't need to, to. So that was before Google started giving us these insights. Like if I go into search now, like for cold, let's just see. It should give me audiences here too. Yeah, there we go. All my audiences are right here. The ones that work, right? You don't need to think about it. Just go for the ones that work, And I think, I don't know if it goes that specific. Yeah, it doesn't go that specific, but it still gives you a general vicinity of what the audience for your product is. Don't overthink it. Right. So we have one, we have, so now we have a keyword audience because we know what keywords work for what product. Right. And now we have audience, well, in market and affinity audience that we know work for their business. You have two ad groups that you know are going to work right there given you have good creatives. Does that make sense? that that makes sense and if we want to target similar businesses we can have the urls from the options i mean i don't like doing that i just feel like these audiences are big enough like i don't know why people do that honestly because these audiences are how big affinity i don't know very big they're like billions millions of people you're not going to run out of people to target there youtube works well with larger audiences as well just Google in general, if you tie it up into be like, just focus on these, it kind of struggles more. But that's my short summary of how to, how I transitioned from the start phase to scale to different campaigns in larger accounts. Questions, concerns, comments, anybody actually liked that? Was that useful?
0: Yes, thank you for sharing. Sure. I liked it and it was useful.
1: Thanks, Colby. That's how you hype people up. You're amazing. You're one of the greatest teachers I've ever, ever had the experience to listen Uh, to someone.
0: That's why I love
1: university. Uh We're very privileged. Yes.
0: Each Uh, day, I think, thank God. (laughs)
1: The only thing, if you've got a brand new campaign and we don't have a lot of insights inside Google, you can actually go into analytics and yeah. do a search but for I found that like the analytics audience. I did that too. Like I used to do that, but the analytics audience and the Google audiences are very different in terms of overall, like some of them are way off. But what you can do is if you're looking for, okay, all we need is one audience. So if you went into yeah. analytics, looked at audiences and sort by 12 months and look for audiences that have high conversion rates, like 2%, 3% conversion rate, yeah. minimum 1,000 impressions. And you really, if you don't have any data, you can find something in analytics. You'll find a high converting in-market audience. So in-market audiences are probably the best intent type audiences other than keyword custom intent audiences. But that's most of the stuff, you will the signals we'll see inside Google AdWords anyway. Guys, the signals, you got to think of it this way. There's millions and billions of people for, in each of these audiences, each of these keywords signals everywhere, right? It's just a matter of giving Google a starting direction, like start here. It's not going to stay there, obviously. Mm. It's always going to explore more, but it's like start here kind of situation. Does that make sense? Like, who else has questions? Everyone's just a genius. I had one. What's up, Colby?
0: Your honor. Okay. I am a liker of grouping things together i've had standard shopping campaigns like not work i haven't run them individual like i like the idea of putting them individual because then you can like turn the dials and things are going well but i've also liked grouping them together but is it best say if we're doing your method here like at all costs we want to re- basically not group them together if we don't have to like don't mix like top 20 percent versus like worst 80 percent or something into the strategy that like
1: should that
0: just yeah. be a separate strategy
1: altogether? That's like a completely different strategy. I just like keeping them all together. Yes, there are times where like one product just starts spending and converting, and yeah, you do have to remove it, but majority, of, like if that happens, like if you have a very large catalog and Google has to find products at some point, it, it, it will spend a good chunk of money on random products and try to convert it, which it won't. During those times, you do have to remove those products, like remove them completely. You don't want to just keep playing the, oh, so much that is going to work no, you got to remove those. You got to let Google find the winners, but I don't like the thought process of splitting things out. I like shared data. And the reason I said this the supplement client that I had that was running on all the one I was sharing was per product, per ad group. Right. What was interesting is we scaled that client from literally, what was it like $2,000 a day to maybe $25,000 a day in ad spend purely using that structure. What now here's what I said. Kept saying, I keep saying what was interesting, but what basically was interesting was if one ad group was down one week, the other would cover for it in overall spend, overall conversions, and everything, mm-hmm. right? And it would it would give it a consistent scale across the board to the point where it would it was still scaling at twenty five thousand dollars a day, but we just decided to go to P Max and try that again. But now we're split out. But you get my point.
0: Yeah, I catch ya. It just means I have to open my arms a little bit
1: more, but that's okay. Like embracing hug. No, I like
0: that. You're making well, me learn things.
1: Yeah, Kobe. And it turns out five, I'm not five, always five, right. Five,
0: as Glenn hour. learned has learned and Abishak gets to see. I'm not always right, like a lot of the time. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at SOL8 dot
1: here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your
0: Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan? No cost or
1: obligation. Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan. A bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business, no strings attached. That's s-o-l-eight.com, s-o-l the number eight.com.